0: Hello, this is Mary Lee, and you're listening to On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor podcast, a Bachelor Fanatics review and analysis of all your favorite Bachelor contestants. Well, welcome back, listeners. Um, it is the end of April. I cannot believe it. Um, I know Chelsea and I have both been quarantined for God knows how long. I don't know. I want to say like one, two, three, four, five, six. I want to say like six plus weeks. Yeah, I've been quarantined for about six weeks. So, yes, yeah, so welcome to New York. Um, anyway, but yeah, we're here to recap the new show on Bachelor Nation called Listen to Your Heart. Mm-hmm. And no joke, right before we were recording, I just started singing it. And I was like, gosh, what? <laughs> What is it from? Like, I can't remember it. And so all I remember is it goes like, listen to your heart. da 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 da, da, da. Listen yep. to your heart. Da da, da 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 What's the next part? All I, I know is. Know I don't know where, you're, where
1: going. you're going. And I,
0: and I don't, don't know why. Listen to your heart. Be <laughs> full. Mm-hmm. Before. Did a girl band sing Down this like it, it, it make... Okay. Yeah, like I can't remember if this is like from the 80s or if this was like one of those girl bands of the 2000s, yes. but I know the song. So I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm looking it up right I, now. I, I... It was on an uh it was on an album in 1988 yes, uh, by a sense. Swedish pop duo, Roxette. And then okay. there was a famous cover of it um. By DHT. Who's that? Which I think is the one that we know from 2004. <laughs> okay. 2004. Oh my god! See, I told you. I was like, is this 80s or is this yeah. early 2000s? This was, god, this was high school. This was high school. Didn't even know this. Yep. High okay. school, but it's okay, an 80s song. So that all makes sense. And it's about time oh, we wow. bring it back around, right? It's 2020. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, everything is in a twenty-year cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. And like right now, people are dressing like they did. Well, now I guess they might tr- start transitioning to the early two thousands. But lately, in the last few years, I've been noticing a lot of nineties style. Like everyone's bringing the tie dye back, and like oh, yeah. the big high waisted,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whitewashed mom jeans mm-hmm. are in style, mm-hmm. which I don't get
1: personally. I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. I don't know and I then, know like, we're like, gonna be no. like
1: the we're gonna be like the old fashioned people wearing like our skinny jeans and everyone's gonna be like who are you <laughs> why hat, are you wearing like, not skinny not jeans I know they look better
0: on my legs they Sorry. look better <laughs> on my legs too <laughs> um, Uh. yeah okay yeah, so 20 years so cycle song... yeah that's crazy so okay mm-hmm. so you're saying the song came out a second time in two thousand what?
1: Two
0: thousand four. Oh uh, yeah, we were in high school. We it's were like, seniors.
1: Yep.
0: Seniors in high school. Okay. So anyway, sorry. That seems like, <laughs> last from the past. <laughs> and some of you might be younger listeners. Which, thank you for listening. Um. So yeah. Before we get into it, I just want to make a shout out. Take a sh- take a shout out. Give a <laughs> shout out to all our loyal listeners. Um. We see you. We see that the listens are up. The numbers are up as far as, um, weekly listens and, um, also just reviews on iTunes. So if you're listening to this episode, please go to iTunes and write a review for us. Um, hit five stars, leave a little comment, tell us what episode you like, um, or if you just love all of it. Um, yeah, but they really do help, um, other people, our podcast. So, if I were to go to iTunes and Google Bachelor Podcast, the most listened to podcasts are going to show up and appear, and we are on that list. But you know, we're not in the top five or the top ten yet. So, if you can help us, the best way you can help us is go to iTunes, hit five stars, and write a review. And honestly, that would mean the world to me. Um, so, I just want to say thank you again. Anyway, back to the song. Uh, listen to your heart. Okay, so twenty-year cycle. The song was last heard on the air. I'm guessing in 2004. Here we are, 16 year late. 16 years later.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's The title of this bachelor show. And yeah, so let's get right to
1: it. Yeah.
0: So listen to your heart. I still don't know why they chose that as the title. Why do you think? I don't know. Kind when I of...
1: searched it on Hulu, it's The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart. So it's almost like, I don't know if it if they look at it as like a tagline or if it's like a separate entity or what, but it seemed like they needed something that was going to speak to the musical like nature of it, but something that wrapped in with the message of The Bachelor, which is like finding love. That's fair. Love. And so, heart. I don't don't know. know. And maybe it was just one of the songs they could get the rights to for cheap. I don't know.
2: Ooh.
0: (laughs) We know a lot about that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's a great point. (laughs) Claiming the rights to music is not cheap. No, Um, it's not. (laughs) But that's a great point. You know what? Like, obviously, this title of the podcast is on the wings of love. And Mm -hmm. I would love Jeffrey Osborne's music to use at full discretion but I cannot mm-hmm. um Jeffrey Osborne is the writer of um or actually he's I don't know if he's the writer but he's the, he's the performed performer mm-hmm. on the week of love
1: yeah right mm-hmm.
0: so um yeah fair point maybe that is the reason why they chose listen to your heart but um I have heard Chris Harrison say in interviews that this is definitely part of the bachelor franchise this mm-hmm. is not separate. Mm -hmm. And all of these people will now be in the bachelor bubble. So, you know, I think the question was posed, can we expect any of these listen to your heart rejects, Mm -hmm. so to speak, Mm -hmm. appear on the beaches of paradise? And he said, yeah, I mean, it's fair game. Because they are part of the Bachelor franchise. Or what about so.
1: Claire's season? Do you think any of them could be considered? Or if she likes one of them, if she says, hey, I want that Gosh. guy on my season, do you think they would do that?
0: Oh, yes.
1: I I mean, I don't know if she would come out and say, I like that guy. Maybe well, not, she would. Not um, publicly, but maybe to production like is there any way you can get him on this show for me <laughs> I would do that I, uh, I think I'm saying all this because I already have a crush on one of these people <laughs> oh really okay let's get to oh, that yeah. oh, tell yeah. me your
0: crush then we'll get to the details of the season we're gonna talk formula these yeah. packages the open yeah. packages all of the people who we think stands out mm-hmm. and the hilarious moment so far from episodes one and two because I think there's some some gold, some hidden yes. gold in their yes. moments. Mm-hmm. But we got to we got to remind you of those hidden gold moments. So, yes. okay, who do you have a crush on?
1: Okay. Ryan with the g- green suit. He has like the hair and the glasses. He is Guy Patterson from that thing you do. Like Lanky. He has a great voice. Uh, yeah, it's it's uncanny like the i love that comparison it's he is guy patterson <laughs> <laughs> guy patterson <laughs> yes oh my goodness and he doesn't a great and it's like and he doesn't get the girl right away but he does in the end which is i think he's just well, that we kind don't of, know that we don't know not, that we don't know that but i think he's like that kind of guy he gives off that vibe yeah that he's like kind of like the the nice guy but hopefully he'll get the girl in the end
0: Chelsea, that was, like, the best comparison.
1: <laughs> if if anyone
0: doesn't know that thing you do, go home right now because, you wait, you already are home <laughs> unless you're on a walk. <laughs> Lest we forget we're in a pandemic. We're all yes. stuck at home. It's literally raining outside my window right now, so no one's yeah. outside. No. Um, no one's at work or unless they're at a grocery store at the post office or whatever, but mm-hmm. most people are home. So yeah. Anyway, um,
2: hi Patterson,
0: <laughs> Guy Patterson. You're so right. Because yes, I, I think he's so cute. That's such a great analogy. And
2: yeah.
0: I really think he gives off, um, a dorky vibe. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I like the dorky. I love dorks. Yeah. If anyone wants to look at my track record of dating history,
1: I've dated a lot of dorks. I married one. Um, I don't, if I and... ever listened to this, he'd be upset that I called him a dork. But he is, he is the nice guy. He got the girl in the end. He's also, you know, maybe a little nerdy. <laughs> Yeah, Adam's a little
0: nerd. I'd say he's a little more suave than nerd. He is kind of like a Ryan, like a more a little more put together suave way. Yeah. Because he did drag he did snag you a lot younger than Ryan did. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's 28 and still dorky.
1: Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. He's like,
1: he's uh, like a music uh, nerd. You can tell he knows a lot about I know, music.
0: So cute. Yeah. I know. Um my husband actually saw part of this first episode and he made the note that. He's like, I think this guy is the sort of person who, like, stays at home, sits, writes music, plays music, and, like, doesn't have a lot of interaction with people. (laughs) And I thought that was such a good, like, analysis um, that, you know, he kind of seems like the guy who's to himself. I'm sure he knows how to communicate with people, but Mm -hmm. he just kind of chooses not to. Yeah. Which is great. But I just, I totally could understand him. Mm -hmm. Like from this first episode, I kind of, and also he didn't talk a lot. Like he was not the guy in the group setting Mm -hmm. who um, spoke up and shared his feelings on different people in the group or different people who walked in the mansion. Mm -hmm. He kind of just, he's like a listener and observer, um, which again goes with that kind of nerdy musical side. So. Yep. Anyway, we'll get more to him, but I love that that's your crush. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll just come on and say if I were to pick a guy from this season so far who I would crush on as far as, like, I think they're hot and Mm -hmm. a cool guy and a catch, Mm -hmm. I would say Gabe.
1: He is a cutie. So, yeah.
0: So, Gabe was 28. So, Mm -hmm. I'll um, recap his package real fast. Um, But 28, lives in Houston. Um, He played, I think, the cello. In mm-hmm. his package, mm-hmm. he sings and he was like singing with a group of friends, gospel music. And I th- either it was gospel or Christian, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it was something about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. He just seems like such a sweet soul and he seemed mm-hmm. very genuine yeah. in his package. And he just didn't seem full of himself at all. He just kind of seemed like that guy you want to bring home. And you want to hang out with at home, like mm-hmm. who just is going to respect you and going to like ask you thoughtful questions. And yeah, I don't know. I'm all for like intimacy. Mm-hmm. So he just seems like a guy who I think will be great in this season. But anyway. Yes, all right. So I those agree. are our crushes. Mm-hmm. I'm into Gabe. You're into Ryan. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, uh, we can't date either of No. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, let's get to the formula of the show. Okay. Yeah. So it's definitely, this is a bachelor show again. Chris Harrison mm-hmm. says this is under the umbrella of bachelor nation. So it's just like paradise is one of the shows bachelor and bachelorette are their babies. Their number one thing, um, paradise is under bachelor bachelor pad, bachelor winter games. They'll probably do summer games in the future. Mm-hmm. And now we have Listen to your heart. So I see here some differences and similarities that I saw just from this first episode alone. Mm -hmm. So for one thing, the editing is the same. I love how Mm -hmm. the editing, they show clips of the house, the location where it's all going to be filmed um, and shot. So there's, there were several shots of LA from an aerial view from a drone looking view Um, shots of uh, the, each of the contestants up close in interviews, Um, And if I'm going to compare this to, you know, the billion shows on Netflix right now, often they have longer interview scenes on like shows like The Circle or Love is Blind or um, what else is up there? Love Mm -hmm. Island. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all these other love shows, like I feel like the in-person interviews are kind of longer and they're not edited as sharply, whereas Mm -hmm. with The Bachelor, everything's really like Crisp and sharp, and they go from like um, the visual of the one on one interview of that contestant and a producer, mm-hmm. and then they show someone else on the airplane and someone else packing in their house, and then someone else landing and looking at LA. Like it's just short, short clips mm-hmm. and it's kind of together. So, mm-hmm. and we got that all within the first 10 minutes. So, I noted that within by minute 10 you already had Jamie at the mansion. Yeah. They had like had by minute 10 Jamie was in the vehicle pulling up to the mansion and then that's like the, cl- the cliffhanger for the commercial break and then they come back to it. So, mm-hmm. I thought that was really smart, you know, and in, in any great film, in my opinion, they need to grab me within the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um and that's my personal test of like will I keep watching this? Yeah. And with The Bachelor, I'm always grabbed in the first 20 minutes because they get right to it and you know, they get down to business. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to show you these people really quickly and then we're going to get right to the heart of the show. Like here's Mm -hmm. what we're here to show you. Um, and we're going to like edit the crap out of all the footage that we have. So I I really appreciated it. Like I thought the editing was on par with all the other bachelor shows.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and I think that's part of what makes the bachelor so great is the editing. So
1: yeah, um, yeah. But what did you notice? I agree. I think uh, I think it felt like it moved quicker. Typically, the first episode is just the whole, you know, the whole first cocktail party, and it's long because there's 30 people that you have that he has to talk to or she has to talk to, and um, so this felt like it moved. It really like the two hours flew by because the cocktail hour happened um you know the first half of the show of the episode um so that was kind of nice and then as we were moving toward a rose ceremony i was thinking like huh i wonder if they're gonna do it the same as bachelor in paradise you know give it it'll be a little different from regular bachelor but like pretty similar but i thought it was interesting that this for this show after a couple pairs up or you know they give a rose to the to their partner they leave the room which is kind of a different thing and I kind of like it because it also gives them yeah it gives um it gives some suspense with the editing without having to hold on like people's faces like nervous and like holding hands and like is he gonna call me you know they still do a lot of that but they can cut to the other room and have it be a little more dynamic of people saying like, Oh, I wonder if he's going to pick her or her, who's it going to be? And then they, you look down the hallway and see them come around the corner. It's just, it just is a little different where it kind of shakes things up, um, but still gives us that like suspense that we want, which I like. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I
0: definitely think it's more dynamic. Yeah. I brings me back to like watching paradise where, so in this, first episode, the girls, are the ones to pick, right. And mm-hmm. um, in paradise, this would have looked like the girls at- handing out the rose and, you know, he'd call Carly and then Carly'd have to pick between Evan and someone else. Mm-hmm. And in our mind, the audience, we already know, well, she's a relationship with both of them and we've watched relationships with both men. And so like in our, in our mind, it's like the audience, we're so much more invested because we care about those people handing out the roses where mm-hmm. look, producers have figured this out. We don't care about these people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like we just met them.
1: Yeah. We don't care
0: yet. You know, like no one goes into a film and goes, I care about these people I'm watching a movie about. No, you care about them maybe by the end of the movie if Mm -hmm. the actor's done a great job. Mm -hmm. But this is live TV or not live. This is reality TV. Mm -hmm. So we have to like build our emotional connection to them to mm-hmm. want to care about these people right. or we have to build our own cynicism about like we don't like them or whatever mm-hmm. our emotional feelings are towards them We that has to build so
2: mm-hmm.
0: I agree I think it was a really smart move uh to kind of have the people who are successfully coupled up, go to another room Mm -hmm. and then they get like that, like, Oh, we get to like make out right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy you picked me. Let's hug. Let's make out. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to pick? And then like, it kind of builds this camaraderie, Uh um, of like the cast Yes. of like the cast of characters banding together Mm -hmm. because they've all been mutually picked by someone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty interesting. Um, And you also noted that in the beginning, they didn't spend as much time um, showing every single relationship forming. Mm -hmm. Did you like that? Did you think that was something that, like, we think we should bring into the Bachelor world? Or do you wish you saw, um, for example, like do you wish you saw more of Savannah's connections or more of Julia's connections?
1: Um, The cocktail party for me is one – it's, it's interesting because you can kind of see the jitters and people's like first impressions because that's just a very unique, you know, like personality, uh, like what personalities do these people put forward in their first impression? Um, and then it really doesn't come into play. Like it really doesn't give me much information until I know the characters better couple episodes down the road where I'm like oh they're totally different from who they were like how they presented themselves that first night like interesting so other than just like first impressions it doesn't tell me too much Um, so I generally like am excited to get into later episodes so I think I liked that this was shorter because I was like okay got a brief overview of like these persons these people's first impressions now i'm kind of ready to see them like interact with each other or i'm ready to see them um yeah like how are the friendships gonna form because that's unique about this one there is some competition but it's not as much as your average you know bachelor mansion competition Mm -hmm. um so i feel like the relationships might have the potential of being like stronger bonds and more like interesting friendships, which I think will be fun right. to see. Um, right. Well, so, let's compare it to bachelor yeah. pad. Cause when bachelor pad, oh, started, yeah. which I never and saw. I were in a house. So tell me, yeah, tell me about bachelor oh. pad. Cause I never watched it. Yeah. So the
0: way bachelor pad, first of all, we already knew the characters. So the cast in the house mm-hmm. were previous contestants on the show. We all had invested interest in, to various capacities too, right? Some of the people who would come into that house had been in the top final two or final three. So Mm -hmm. you knew them really well. You had seen them on hometowns and on overnight dates. And so Mm -hmm. we really knew those personalities. Mm -hmm. And then there were some personalities who had gotten kicked off kind of early, second or third episode. So those people you didn't know as well, but you could, you know, you knew something about them. It's very different with the show because we don't know these people at all. Mm -hmm. So this to me has kind of a big brother effect. Mm. when i'm watching listen to your heart like the tv show big brother where they um it's a bunch of strangers in a house so there's that but also with a uh, you know it, in big brother they all get to kind of live together and I, they all vote i think you vote a person off one by one every week but mm-hmm. it's a huge house
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus in um bachelor pad all the people were trying to couple up but they knew from the very beginning that there was a prize. They knew there was a cash Mm. prize of 500 or a half a million dollars. Mm. Um, So they knew they needed to be the last couple standing from the very beginning. Like they knew it wasn't just about finding love and hoping to be one of four couples like in paradise. You can end paradise and Mm. be a successful couple because you are one of three couples still standing. Mm in bachelor pad that was not the case. No one cared to, cared if you got engaged and you were one of three couples. They didn't mm-hmm. care about that. So this is yeah. prior to Paradise. There was two no. three or four seasons of pad, bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. I watched all of them obviously and um I all I'm trying to say is that it changes the dynamic when the cast of characters know going into it what the end game is. Mm. And on pad, they knew they had to be the final couple standing out of like, um, loyalty. Mm -hmm. So by bachelor pad season two, those couples knew going into it. If I'm going to pair up with someone, we have to be loyal AF to -hmm. get to the end, right. To be the very last couple standing versus here on listen to your heart. I mean, you can see the girls and the guys forming connections because I think they're taking it on like paradise Mm -hmm. with that mentality of like, Oh, you and I can, me and my boyfriend can progress and you Mm -hmm. and your boyfriend can progress Mm -hmm. and all of us will have great careers and all of us will get to get engaged or have serious relationships at the end of this and Mm -hmm. everyone will be happy. Right. I have a feeling there's going to be a twist and there will be some sort of prize with all this in this Mm. show. But at this point in the game, episode one and episode two, we don't know that. Right. So all these people are happy to like build that camaraderie and build that friendship because mm-hmm. there's no negative there, there's right. no like winning aspect or right. you know
1: pri- it's not like American Idol
0: where like we know only one person's actually gonna win
1: right and I'm sure they're all kind of thinking I'm I have a platform no matter what like people will see me they will hear me sing they will see me play this will give me And it's probably like, so I just have to think that some of these people have been watching the show and see that musicians are like highlighted during date, you know, date dates every week, but like nobody knows who they are. And sometimes they post, like sometimes they say the name of the band and sometimes they don't. And like, I'm sure that they are very aware, like, this is, like, so much better than any other musician has had it on this show, pretty much. Like, I get mm-hmm. to, like, really showcase what I can do. I mean, I know it's about finding love, but I think that at the – I think they all just feel, like, so lucky. Like, they're just going to – like, they've already, they've already won something by being on the show.
0: Yes. And that's totally a platform. I totally agree. I think
1: you see that. And I think you yeah. see that in
0: the nervous energy of these individuals mm-hmm. um, the first night. So, okay, before we get to the first night, which we'll get to very quickly, let's quickly go over their packages Yeah, that we saw. Um, okay, I'm just going to say this. I think there's a lot to production in these shows, right? So production kind of tells us, the audience, where our heads should go, who we should pay attention to. um. Or they want to tell us the sob story. So sometimes they might bring Mm -hmm. someone in this first list because they're going to go early and we're not going to care about them. Mm -hmm. But typically these are the people that are going to stand out. I have watched and rewatched seasons. Mm -hmm. Well, anyone who's listening to this podcast should know I have watched every single season, almost every single episode ever to be produced by this franchise. Um. So there are some common denominators. There's a lot, mm-hmm. and if they're going to show you as one of the first four people in the show, you're likely going to go far. Um, once they have, if they have, if they're going to show eight to ten packages, it doesn't mean anything. If you were one of those people, mm-hmm. uh, you could be shown in those in that first clip of eight to ten packages and not go far at all, mm-hmm. uh, and just have a good story or be quirky. But um, inevitably, if you're one, of, if you're the first or I should say one of the first four people
2: mm-hmm.
0: you are going to go far or have some sort of storyline that they're going to follow. Mm-hmm. So that being said, here are the first four people they show. They showed Brandon Mills, uh, the Marine, mm-hmm. Bree from Utah, Sheridan from Austin, and Becca from Washington, D.C. So to me, that alone tells me those are people to walk, watch to some degree. So, all right, Brandon Mills. 34 marine Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. he's the very first package they show he's a very good looking guy he's i think the oldest guy in the house Mm -hmm. um my prediction is that he's gonna go far i don't know if he's gonna be the very end but uh sorry my phone keeps beeping (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting a lot of phone calls right now (laughs) um but i think brandon's gonna go far from this i also think Bree will go far yeah um I don't know if I can say the same for Sheridan and Becca right. and the rest. I don't have no idea, but mm-hmm. starting off that, I just want to note that, that like it matters who production edited to show the packages, who, mm-hmm. who, what packages they're showing first. Right. And my guess from the start is that Brandon and Brie are going to go likely to the top two, if not top two or three couples. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I really liked both of them from their packages alone. Yeah. I thought Brie seemed very sweet, likely from a Mormon family.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it was sad hearing in the very gecko that she was engaged and she gets into that later in the next two episodes. But mm-hmm. yeah, so all I can pull from these packages is that Brandon seems attractive. He'll go far. Mm-hmm. Bree seems very sweet. She'll likely go far. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I had a crush on Gabe. Um, I thought Savannah, so she was described as, um, she was into yoga. She lives in Nashville Mm -hmm. and she self-described herself, which I always hate. Mm -hmm. Like to me, that's just a bad sign when you have to like sit there and describe yourself. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, as she said, she was a free spirit and a wild child. And I just could tell like she just needs to label that about herself. You know, like she feels better labeling what type of person she is so we can put her in a category. Um, Yeah. Granted, this is all editing, too. That's what they chose to show us. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that's indicative as well.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't really get a good vibe from Savannah. I think she seems kind of into herself. Yeah. Um, and, And in Bachelor Nation... They don't really cast a lot of women who are, like, really into themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't think of many women who were, like, really, like, kind of cocky. And she seems kind of cocky.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you don't see much insecurity yet uh, in the first couple episodes. I mean, maybe a little bit. But with her. Yeah, usually Mm -hmm. it's, like, usually it feels, like, a front for sure. If someone comes sure. across cocky, well, let's just let's just go off but, the packages alone. Off I the packages, off alone. packages alone, yeah. There's it's it's pretty rare for Bachelor. It's not you're right. It's not a common character or a trait common that, that people put forward in their first package. Right. So I kind of thought it
0: was amusing that they show a cocky girl named Savannah and then they show a cocky boy named Trevor.
1: He's yeah. 29,
0: lives in Thousand Oaks, lest you guys forget where Thousand Oaks is. So this is so sad to me. Like, I hear Thousand Oaks and I think of Kobe Bryant now. And mm-hmm. I hate that. Um, but that's also, like, very close to where Peter grew up. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Isn't Thousand Oaks right next to um, Peter's hometown?
1: Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, it's north of L.A.,
0: But Peter grew up in Westlake Village. So isn't Thousand Oaks Westlake Village, basically? Let's look. So it looks like on a map that Thousand Oaks is like a big area south of the Simi Valley. Mm -hmm. And then Westlake Village is like an area. And then Agora Hills is next to that. And then Calabas. Mm -hmm. And Calabas is where Kobe's plane went down. Mm -hmm. And then Westlake Village is where Peter grew up. Yeah. Uh, Peter... Weather. so anyway this guy Trevor basically grew up where Peter grew up so I think they could be best friends (laughs) for all we know or Peter saw him perform at his local you know um what's that you know dance place he goes to
1: oh I don't remember what it was called but yeah the line dancing club line
0: dancing Yeah. yeah it wouldn't surprise me if Trevor was a performer at the line dancing club yeah
1: yeah uh-huh. And that's where he was spotted. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I mean, yes, he's been on American Idol. Um. Mm-hmm. Trevor is the only one of all these people that already have a strong following. Mm-hmm. Um. So he already has like, well, and this is also a week into the show, but now he, he has over 200,000 followers and mm-hmm. no one else does. Yeah. Literally no one else from the show has over uh, even close to a hundred thousand. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think uh, he, he's doing ads already as well. like, mm-hmm well before the show aired he was doing ads for different companies so Mm -hmm. my guess is that he has he just has a following Mm -hmm. so trevor holmes is his full name
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um and then the only other person i want to note uh from the packages alone and what i observed was jamie and that she was just so young they rarely cast someone 21. 21. Yeah, so my guess there is they're going to cast her and show her as the last package and then also show her as the first out of the limo. My gut guess was this girl is going to go far. Mm -hmm. So my gut guess that she has to go far or she's a huge part of the Mm storyline. Because why else would they put her on knowing she's so young unless they thought she had a lot of talent? And a lot of potential, mm-hmm. e- either to fall in love or just to be really talented and to be well liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So my kind of like first instinct is that Brandon, Bree, and Jamie are going to go far. So, yeah. yeah. So, what did you think? Was there anything else to add on your end from just the packages alone and first impressions?
1: Um, not too much. I think I think you pretty much covered it. I thought Becca was. I guess I just expected to see them all singing in their package. Like I expected Mm. to see like what kind of music they sing and what they do. Instead, it was like, it was kind of more, their like hobbies and stuff, which I guess aligns more with Bachelor. Like this is not about who is the most talented singer. It's about who is um, the most ready to find love. So it made more sense. But I think I was just like expecting that and didn't get it. Um, So now when I when I hear them sing or something I'm like oh wow huh that's not what I imagined you know because I I just I feel like I got a lot from their package but I have like no clue what kind of music they sing after. Um, Oh I completely agree
0: yeah, yeah. I and mean, it almost made me go like are they lying to me like maybe Brandon has a horrible voice yeah. or Bree has a horrible voice but I like know. they make me think that she's going far right you know just from the packages alone and Becca was like the only one attractive. who was
1: like singing and she was like warming up her like doing her like musical theater warm ups <laughs> I know and I was like oh I know what that Very feels trick. like <laughs> uh, oh yeah her, yeah. Yeah. That was funny. It was, that was interesting, but I'm curious to see like yeah. what I still haven't heard her sing. We haven't heard her sing yet.
0: No, we haven't. We haven't. All right. So let's get to the first episode. Ever feel like you have nothing to wear? Like every day you look in your closet and all your clothes look boring and not interesting and you just want something different to wear, right? Well, that's where Rent the Runway comes in. I have been using Rent the Runway since 2017, and actually well before then. Um, But they have this awesome program called Rent the Runway Unlimited, which means that all the time you have a rotating wardrobe in your closet. So here's how it works. Rent the Runway will ship to you via UPS four items, and at any given time, you have you know, as many items of those four items. You wear those four items and then you return them. And immediately you pick out four new items. So at all times, you have four new pieces to your wardrobe. Rent the has everything from designer handbags and jewelry uh, to the most beautiful coats and sweaters. And of course, what they're originally known for is their gowns. So if you have an upcoming event, or if honestly you just want to wear something awesome to work every single day, use Rent the Runway Unlimited and use my code for get this $100 off your 30 day trial. That's $100. So that's normally Rent the Runway is $150 a month. Now it would be $50 for your first month. Use my code, and this is the long one RTRFAM. 525-A87. I'll say that again for a hundred dollars off your first month. It's RTR FAM 525-A87. All right, get to it. You will thank me later. All right, so now we, we've talked about the formula of the show, these opening packages. Let's just talk about the first episode and then the second. So
1: first episode, um,
0: first of all, that mansion is incredible.
1: Yeah, it I looks thought the home was bigger than I gorgeous. think it remem- I remember it being.
0: Oh, it's not the regular bachelor mansion. Oh. It's not the same mansion.
1: <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> are you serious you didn't know it was not the same i didn't know (laughs) really i just kept looking at it they showed shots of it i know but i i think in my mind i was thinking like wow they put some additions on the side there's an extra thing (laughs) i'm like they did some serious renovating
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so that home's in malibu
1: okay i don't know where this one is
0: I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's somewhere near Malibu, if not in Malibu, but mm-hmm. no, yeah, this is a much larger home. It does it is seem
1: massive and better decorated. Well, that's I the art department. In too. my personal opinion. Yes. they. I think it's just, <laughs> I like the vibes this season for this season. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So guys, let's forget.
0: There is an art department with the bachelor Mm -hmm. and they do all the rugs and the candles and the plants and they're creating the mood. So when you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. that couch looks really cute. I want to decorate my home like that. Um, that was not the home decorators. This was like art department came in, by the way, the art department also comes in for like, um, hometowns hometowns and things like that. Yeah. So they'll like fluff up someone's house, you know, like, Oh, Mm -hmm. here's some prettier, pillows and candles to make things nice and warm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. The home is massive. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So Jamie's first out of the limo. I thought she was so awkward. (laughs) 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 I think she's adorable. All right. This is not like a knock to Jamie at all. I think for a 21 year old, she's like, I don't know, incredibly well put together. And like, um, I, I think she's She's, right. We all have when you, I can't, I can't even imagine being 21 and on the show, but <laughs> no. she seems like she's somewhat sure of herself, you know, like confident, which mm-hmm. is awesome. She has to be, if she's a musician, mm-hmm. Um, but just like she hunched over a bit um, and just like the way she walked and when she would sit down and listen to someone, she kind of just like, I don't know. She just needs to work on her posture. Mm-hmm. Um, so she appeared to me that, to me, that shows like a lack of confidence,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I don't even want to say is a bad thing. Cause for someone who's going to get on this show and is probably going to blow up after it, it's probably good. She started at humble beginnings, mm-hmm. you know, very yeah. a huge contrast to someone like Savannah who walks in with like her shoulders back and like, mm-hmm. I'm sexy and hot
2: and
1: I'm mm-hmm. a model,
0: you know, mm-hmm. like very different vibes, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. Yeah, so just kind of first impressions. I thought she looked kind of awkward, but also mm-hmm. like good on her to be bold to like approach the stage and to like. I just thought she was really genuine. Um, just how she like started talking to Ryan. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded uh, me of myself, like going to a mm-hmm. party. And and I would have done the same thing. Like, oh, I connected to this person. Oh, I Mm -hmm. like talking to you. But then more people come in. Mm -hmm. And you kind of feel that twinge of like, oh, I should go say hi to those other people. But like, I'm really just happy where I'm at. Like, I'm happy to talk to this person. And I know I'm going to meet them later. So like, I I just want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. And to me, it seemed really authentic that she just, that's what she did. She like went back to Ryan and was like, I really just want to talk to you. I just mm-hmm. want to like mm-hmm. and she asked him real questions and seemed genuinely engaged. I don't know. I, I like like Jamie so mm-hmm. far. I think she's um authentically herself on camera. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, wait, twenty one, and then she started talking and she was talking about her experience dating and all of that. And I was like, Oh wow, it seems like she's pretty mature. For like a twenty one year old, um, so honestly, I I forget that she's twenty one. Like every time I s- see her interact oh, with people, God. I'm like, oh yeah, whoa! I keep forgetting she's only twenty one years old. <laughs> um, so yeah, I kind of agree. Like they've Kinda definitely like set Becca. her up. Yeah, yeah, they've set her up to to. I'm sure she'll she'll be a favorite at the very least. And if not, like, succeed. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote down a lot
0: of notes. Uh, so chime in as you feel mm-hmm. inclined. But, um, yeah, so let's see.
1: So Ryan was already there when okay. Jamie went in. And then who came next? Right. I'm trying to remember.
0: So was it like soon after I put Matt. Well, oh, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt came in. Um. I loved Matt. Like his first impression to me was awesome. Um, he seemed, and maybe this is cause I am in New York and he is from Connecticut. He just seemed kind of like a normal guy. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas I think a lot of these people to me, like I could easily label them musicians to me. Matt is like, I, I don't know. He could have just been like a cool guy. You meet of any, um, vocation. You know, he just seemed a little more grounded. Something mm-hmm. about Matt—he speaks that he's more grounded and mature. Um, that does not mean that he's ready for love more than anyone else. That's not. Uh, so I don't mean maturity as far as in a love relationship. Matt, mm-hmm. I'm not. I think the verdict is still out. Right. But uh, yeah, he just—he to me, he had like a calm, laid back energy, um, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so he goes. Oh my God, I recognized that guy. When he got into the mansion, he was like, wait, who was that? Like Chris Hansen, Hemsworth. He was like, oh my God. Like he was like, literally like, (laughs) I can't remember his name. And he never said Chris Harrison. Like he literally never was like, oh wait, Harrison. Like, so to me, that was hilarious that like, look, everyone fricking knows Chris Harrison, right? You Mm -hmm. recognize his face, Mm -hmm. you've seen him on TV. And I just thought that was so cute and genuine that he's just like, I don't know. Again, to me, that's really normal, like Mm -hmm. a bro, like a bro in like a normal way.
1: Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, Like he's on this show, but he doesn't know how big of a deal it is. He doesn't even know the host's name. He's just like, oh, I'm just like on this show thing
0: totally whereas like rudy comes out of the limo and was like chris harrison like (laughs) she has watched the bachelor yes clearly has seen it she's like oh i've dated all of la already Mm -hmm. i'm like oh really you're 24 (laughs) really that's aggressive yeah so i got very different energies yes it's funny because they do pair up Mm -hmm. at some point but like to see matt who's just like yep i'm here he seems like He has great energy as far as like he'll narrate the show. Well, Mm -hmm. I noticed this throughout this episode that he kind of gave narrations, you know, privately in these like ITMs, Mm -hmm. um, in the moment interviews to projection. Um, he was really good about recapping what he thought of other people and who was pairing up. And,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um, he is like a perfect guy to be cast in any of the bachelor franchise. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, what, what, and yep. did anyone else stick out to you? Or are there, what the, What was happening oh, the yeah. first night?
1: Rudy stuck out to me a lot. Um, she definitely seemed like she's going to say what's on her mind and not apologize for it and be pretty bold, which I think will be good for the show. Um, so I'm excited to see more of her. I was excited to see more of her from the beginning. Um, and yeah I'm trying to think who else um well should we forget Michael (laughs) um but
0: Michael yeah I keep for thankfully there were some
1: people he's a
0: short run so Michael's 31 from California and I kind of wasn't surprised to see a lot of California people on Mm the show um Mm -hmm. obviously I was grateful to see people from all over the country um but so Michael lives in California immediately comes in starts singing like i was like oh god this guy's your classic obnoxious (laughs) person Mm -hmm. So production clearly cast him knowing like he's not the guy who's gonna have a romantic connection he's the guy who's like humorous and might go far enough to just be good entertainment um so yeah he was super awkward but you know the whole like moment with Savannah I feel mm-hmm. like there's something missing okay again this is just my womanly intuition mm-hmm. I feel like Savannah was inviting him a little bit um because mm. she later said at the ITM that like hello that was within the first hour that he came on to her
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay so basically let me recap the moment Savannah and Michael are sitting on a couch and he starts like looking at her and he says like hey, like, you're cool. And she's like, oh, are you pretty eyes? And she's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, I like your lips. She's like, <laughs> oh, thanks. And he was like, yeah. And he, like, leans in, like, like a legit lean in and, like, gives her some eye facial, like, rah, 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 you know, with his eyes. And then he said something else, and she was kind of like, okay. And then he got the point that, like, hey, I don't want you to kiss me. but. <laughs> He was clearly aggressively coming on to her by being like I like your lips and then leaning in. Mm-hmm. Um awkward but also like I don't know. They're they're I I've, I've I've had that happen to me before. Let's just put it out there, all right? <laughs> I something to that effect has happened to me at least once if not several times in my life. So like, mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised watching that moment. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. That happened to me in my twenties. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it didn't freak me out. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not into you. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think to me, I think she was kind of inviting the attention because she's sitting close to him and she's like, oh yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Sing me a song. Like she was flirting with him. Mm-hmm. So, or at the very least I- humoring him. Which I'm sure he would see them both as the same thing, like, oh, she's asking me to sing, or she, I, I walked in and just started singing my latest single in front of everybody, and she like yeah. gave me attention, uh, which, and enough to sit down with enough me, enough to like sit they're down. Yeah. they're not standing. Right. So right. to me,
0: I, I'm like, I think she's a little unaware of her like, or she's so aware of her sexual allure. That mm-hmm. she's using that to her advantage to kind of, right. like, get multiple guys into her. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I wouldn't put Possible. it past her if
0: that's what's happening. Yeah. Um.
1: He was a I character. Don't know. I, he was I mean, a character I... for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There so was that like, was a funny scene. There were, like, some punk rock guy. There was a punk rock guy that we barely knew. He came in later. Um, no, I don't remember. Like, he came in, like, late in the... In the cocktail party um Mm. i don't have his name written down um but there were like a few people that barely made like barely had any camera time
2: yeah
1: (laughs) Um, yeah
0: yeah and i was okay with that i mean quite honestly it was nice they quickly went through people that we didn't have to get we didn't have to be confused by trying to understand 20 people Mm -hmm. whereas like first night of the bachelor we're confused. We're like, there's 30 people, but I paid attention to at least 20 of them. So which of those 20 should I really pay attention to? I felt like they were making this easy for us. Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to be confused. Right. Yeah. So I could tell like, again, um, Savannah was going to be a character Mm because, you know, they showed her in the moment interviews. They showed her conversing with different guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And another girl who I feel like is going to be a hot, you know, commodity, so to speak was Julia.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, before I give my opinion of Julia, I'll just share what, what we know about her. Um, well, I think she's clearly watched the bachelor before. Mm-hmm. First of all,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, she knows how this process works. um, But yeah, she was very upfront and forward. She kind of knew, like, I have five minutes with this person. I'm going to tell them my life story. Mm -hmm. This is the way of The Bachelor franchise. You, like, tell them who you are. uh, You know, tell them your sob story and, you know, your heart. And then see what comes of it. Mm -hmm. So she was really, like, vulnerable to Sheridan. Mm -hmm. Um, But yet, did it seem, like, sexually into him? So I was kind of confused watching it, like, yeah. Oh, why are you sharing your story with him?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but then yet yeah, she was very sexually into Brandon. Mm-hmm. And I believe she made out with one other guy. So within one episode, she's yep. kissed three yep. people, mm-hmm. Um, which to me, I was like, she thinks she is the bachelorette.
1: bachelorette. Yes. Like, is she confused? She does. You're have... not on the bachelorette. She does have <laughs> but like. But she has this vibe. Yeah. She gave off, like, a Hannah Check. Brown, like, smi- warm smile, warm, really big smile. Like, really, like, whoever is the person in front of her is the person that she's giving, like, a lot of attention and energy to. to? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very bachelorette yeah, and vibes. and I liked her. Like,
0: she mm-hmm. had a- yeah, she had a good presence to her. I just think she knows what she's doing, and mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing. I just think, like... Uh, like you said, she mm-hmm. knows. Oh, I'm with Sheridan. I'm going to tell Sheridan this, and I'm going to mm-hmm. connect with Sheridan. Mm-hmm. And then I'm with Ryan, and I'm going to lead with my sexual side. Mm-hmm. Or not Ryan. Uh, Brandon, Brandon. Sorry, the military guy or former military marine. Mm-hmm. And then there was another guy she like just made out with, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This girl is like, damn. Yep. She is like <laughs> either sexually frustrated prior to coming onto the show. Or just, like, overwhelmed and, like, wow, this is my opportunity to make out with three guys and yeah. see which one's the best kisser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know what was going through her head. Yeah. Um, to make out with three people. Right. That quickly. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, that being said, her story was sad and very sweet. She seems like she has a good, warm heart. Um, mm-hmm. She said she six cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which immediately made me think of Colton Underwood and that they should, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: partner along for a musical therapy program mm-hmm. with Colton Best. Like they should yeah. do a joint deal after all of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I hope there's some connection. Um, he's not following her, so which means Colton did not know of Julia before all of this. Mm-hmm. So there's no connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely kind of interesting. Like, how? what are the odds? Colton's charity is all about cystic fibrosis. And mm-hmm. her life works about cystic fibrosis. Right. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I got I good that. vibes from her as a person. Yeah. And her likability and mm-hmm. just, like, her heart. Mm-hmm. But I think she is totally in this game of, like, I know I'm on The Bachelor.
2: Mm-hmm. And in The
0: Bachelor world, like, it's okay to make out with multiple people. And it's okay to, like, get to know three different relationships and like explore. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, girl do, do what you think you should be doing. Cause you're on bachelor in paradise. Right. And you're right. the
1: bachelorette, you know? Yeah. I'm also, it was interesting as I was watching because I'm thinking about these people's daily lives and the music industry in general. And, you know, in lots of different industries and lots of different social circles, like, dating around and like lots of different I mean it's bachelor nation you see it even off camera people dating around but musicians especially have such a reputation reputation? yeah that I was sitting there (laughs) thinking like (laughs) this could this could have gone a few different ways where like they put all these people in one house and it could have just been like a giant orgy or something (laughs) <laughs> but like it feels pretty tame so far, but I just feel like there's got to be some like drama going on behind the scenes or something like, or down the road or in you know future news I mean, that overlapping we read of like yeah of like dating different people dating each other yes, um, but for right now it seems pretty. Like, people are trying to find the one person, except, you know, some of them are, like, really playing the field. But overall. Yeah, that's a
0: great point. And that's that's actually, I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm watching this from, like, a Bachelor view of, Mm -hmm. like, knowing how things pan out first night. You know, Mm -hmm. like, typically on Paradise first night they might kiss one person and you're like oh Mm -hmm. shit they already made out you know Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. within one week maybe you've kissed two people which Mm -hmm. is not weird you know because oh I went on a date with this person and I went on a date with them so but in real life usually you might just have a conversation you wouldn't make out with like every person so
2: yeah
0: you definitely make the point like musicians are all about you know being open and vulnerable with their emotions and Mm -hmm. therefore open and vulnerable with their mouths
1: so (laughs) and you know talent when talent is a huge turn on so i think that oh yeah people are i think they're very used to like when people see my talent they're like attracted Mm -hmm. to me (laughs) so i think that that's pretty i think that's like a pretty normal thing in the in the music world like people throwing themselves at them because they're talented And it'll be interesting to see as they start to, as they start to like recognize each other's talent, how it Mm -hmm. shifts and changes the attractiveness, the level of attractiveness to each other. Definitely. Um, And that's, I'm glad
0: you brought that up because that's another layer to all of this that I don't know if our viewers are aware of that like you and I both know because we, uh, I don't know if you say present tense are or past tense were <laughs> musician uh-huh. um but we this was our industry mm-hmm. um our not main unlike, industry not
1: unlike becca the music career theater girl <laughs>
0: <laughs> you we mean not like her not unlike or,
1: uh, not? not unlike becca in her music theater career what we mean? were we were warming up getting ready to go to auditions in the city uh yeah years yeah and then performing not so many years ago performing yeah
0: yeah yeah um so but I was just gonna say that like given that we were in that world for so long Mm -hmm. uh we know like actors and musicians they like it's almost like wealth doesn't matter how you Mm -hmm. you dress doesn't matter but like oh you're talented okay Mm -hmm. shit I like you more Mm -hmm. like that's how musicians act They don't care about necessarily like, oh, you're the smartest person in the room or you're like Mm well-dressed or you have a great job. You're a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, do you have a great voice? And like, oh, my God, you wrote a song like "Sing Mm -hmm. me more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we get it. And Mm -hmm. I'm just bringing that point across on the podcast so like our listeners know that's how these people are going to look at the other people. So mm-hmm. I even recognize that that's going to play a part as far as who they save each row ceremony. Mm-hmm. I could foresee week to week, um, for example, like a guy or a girl saving someone to be their partner, so mm-hmm. to speak, like romantic partner. But mm-hmm. really, they're just saving them because they like their voice better mm-hmm. than someone else's voice. Yeah. You know, Definitely. So as in like paradise, they typically save based on friendship, friendship. like oh, outside of this world, we're all like buddy, buddy. And mm-hmm. we go to like stagecoach together in this world. It's like, they don't care if you went to stagecoach together because none of them knew each other beforehand and mm-hmm. none of them have alliances with mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. They're totally going to save each other. I think based on talent.
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And I think that might make the so difference yeah. too, between like, um, and we can talk about this in in the second episode, but if people are deciding between a few different people of who they are into, like even if they've kissed multiple people and have had good times with multiple people, they will likely choose the person that they think is the most talented.
0: Yep. I totally agree. I totally
1: agree. (laughs) All right. So I think we have recapped
0: episode one pretty in depth. Um, You know, you have eight final couples at the end of it.
1: Mm-hmm. And like
0: you said, they all go off into another room and celebrate. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: and the, dates, yeah, I think the dates are starting to pick up going into the second episode. So we've seen one date. Yeah. We saw one or oh, two right. dates in we the first episode. But it so, was. yeah, there was a date
0: with Ryan and Jamie. And where they sing Gravity, Gravity. by John Mayer mm-hmm. in the recording studio. And then, and then did, what was Matt, the
1: other... did Matt and Mel go on a date, I think? They saw the plain yes. white tees sing, yeah,
2: yeah. It, so we it's just like kind of a boring. It's date. just
1: starting to. Yeah, it's just starting to. All the dates are going to be around music, or involve them singing or something. Yes. Yeah, um, at some point they perform. Yeah, which um, makes sense. Yeah, but so yeah, those are just two. starting to Ready? ramp up in episode two. Yep, let's get it going.
0: So our episode one recap was a little bit longer than we thought. Uh, (laughs) We had a lot to say on um, just the format of the show and uh, the intro packages and all the funny moments that happened in episode one. So episode two will be a separate episode. So stay tuned to that. And that will be released within the day. I'll see you guys soon. On the Wings of Love is hosted by me, Marilee Green, produced by Chelsea Diggs-Smith with music by Purple Planet. Thanks so much for listening to On the Wings of Love. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor's podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at On the Wings of Love Podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe. We would love to have your reviews. And I'll see you guys next time.